Welcome to the Lazy But Smart Singhala podcast. Learn to speak good enough Singhala with the minimum needed effort. <sighs> Hi everyone, welcome to the Lazy But Smart Singhala podcast, session eight i think yes it is should have checked that before i started recording uh i'm dilshan your friendly neighborhood singhala guide i don't want to call myself a teacher uh, i think i have way too much respect for the real teachers to actually think about calling myself one i'm more of a person who's who's enjoying deconstructing singhala let's say i'm just uh, passing my time enjoying uh breaking down this language because i'm convinced that it doesn't have to be difficult i'm a bit of a <laughs> i'm i'm a bit spoiled that way i tend to do things only if i enjoy them very difficult for me to go through with something if i don't really feel like it's something that's contributing to my life but enough rambling on a completely i, I swear i didn't think of talking about this but well i think i'll keep it in uh session 8 this uh, session it's titled uh, the language you speak and so of course it is uh, one more step in our self introduction learning to introduce ourselves this is one more part of a dialogue that you can have with someone about the language you speak and ask someone which language they speak another icebreaker perhaps or maybe even to get you out of a difficult situation when you're trying to find someone who can speak english but uh, don't let the title uh misguide you because there's something very important in this session which I'll be uh, covering and that is present tense sentences we're now getting into the interesting parts of singhala if you remember my goal has always been to break down the singhala language and provide you with a let's say a set of skills and tools that'll help you not only learn the language but also to be able to develop your confidence to that point where you're not afraid to try new things out anymore uh to improvise rather this i feel is the starting point of that that goal where i give you like certain examples of how the present tense sentences are constructed so that you can already start to create new sentences by yourself until now you've been learning the basics and getting familiar with how sentences have have been structured but not really with too much emphasis on it we've learned some new words we've learned how to ask questions we've learned how to convert statements into questions but here we're getting into the the what i would call the real interesting essential part at the point of recording i'm uh, i'm honestly quite busy with a few other things which are not related to the lazy but smart thing a blog but i really wanted to make time this weekend to put this together because this really is an important session it might be a little tough but in case there are any difficulties do the usual please note it down somewhere and uh, feel free to let me know about them i'll talk to you at the end of the feature segment as we do usually and uh, yeah there'll be a couple of things that you can download from the show notes and i'll give you the link to it as i usually do Enjoy and we'll talk very soon. Feature segment. As usual, let's start with a quick recap of what we saw in the previous session. 
We learned to ask someone their age and we did this by asking what is your age and we learned that the sentence in Sinhala would be Oyage vayasa kiyadu which literally read your age how much. We also saw in a tip that you can use the word kiyadu when asking the price, when shopping or when you're travelling in a taxi. In section 4, we learned to tell someone your age. We took the example of the age of 30 and we learned to say, My age is 30. And the sentence was, Mage vayasa tihai, which literally read, My age 30. Alright, so now you remember all that stuff that we did in the last session. Let's look at what we're going to cover in today's session. In today's one, of course, once again, we'll have four sections. Uh, section one, I'll teach you how to create present tense sentences. And we'll use the verb doing as an example. You'll learn how to construct the sentence I am doing. And in section two, we'll do exactly the same thing. But this time we'll use a different verb. And the verb will be speaking. So you'll learn how to construct the sentence, I am speaking, as well as the sentence, I speak. In section 3, you'll learn how to tell someone the language you speak. The example phrase that we'll use is, I speak English. And in section 4, we learn how to ask someone if they speak a specific language. And we'll use the sample phrase, do you speak English? Section 1 Learning how to create present tense sentences using doing. There's a sneaky reason why I have uh, chosen the verb doing and you'll understand it by the end of uh, section 2, I think. For now, let's not worry about the reason behind it and let's just go ahead with uh, learning to say I am doing. Let's start by learning the singular word for doing, which is karanava. Karanava. You don't need to force yourself to remember this because we'll use it very often. The verb is karanava. Let's now construct the sentence I am doing. Now, you notice that the verb karanava, which means doing, ends with nava. We saw a similar word in session 2 when we learned to say mama hunding in nava, where Innava also ended with the same nava. If you remember, mama hunding innava means I am fine or I am being fine. Remember that in this phrase, the word am was implied and we didn't have to use it. So the sentence mama hunding innava literally read I fine or I being fine. Similarly, to say I am doing we just need to construct a sentence that literally reads I doing. Now, doing, you know, is karanava. I, as you now know, is mama. So to say I am doing, we just say mama karanava. Mama karanava. Then you remember how we replaced mama hunding innava with the other personal pronouns such as oya, ea. And we said phrases like oya hunding innova, which means you are fine, or ea hunding innova, which means he or she is fine. All we did is we just replaced the personal pronoun. We didn't touch the verb at all. The verb stayed the same. 
And that's exactly how it's going to be with this sentence as well when we use karnava. So, mama karnava means I am doing. Oya karnava means you are doing. Ea karnava means he or she is doing. Let's give a name to the he or she. Let's take Ricky, our old friend. Ricky karnava means Ricky is doing. You'll also remember more recently we learned that Oba karnava means you are doing, but using the formal you. And in case you're in the mood to remember the plurals as well, let's say Oyala karnava means you are doing, but using the informal and plural you. Eala karnava means they are doing. Api karnava means we are doing. And Obala karnava means you are doing, using the formal and plural you. Section 2 Creating present tense sentences, but this time using the verb speaking. Now here's why I chose karnava as your first proper verb. The reason is because in Sinhala, the word karnava is used very often in compound words. Compound words are basically words that are made up of two separate words that have two different meanings, but when they're combined together or compounded, they make a completely new meaning. Let's take the example. The one that I like to use is the example of the word wrongdoing. Wrong is one word, doing is another word, and put them together and you have a new word called wrongdoing. That's an example of a compound word. Now let's look at an example of a singular compound word. And remember that since these are just examples, the following ones, you don't need to memorize or even remember them. Just as soon as I finish talking about them, you can even forget them. Vader means work as a noun. Karanava, as you know, means doing. If you add these words together and you say Vada Karanava, it means working. It is the equivalent of saying doing work. Vada Karanava. Another example. Padam means studies as a noun. Karanava means doing. Padam karanava means studying. It is equivalent to saying doing studies. And now, third example, but this one I need you to remember. Kata means speech as a noun. Karanava means doing. Kata karanava means speaking. It is equivalent to saying doing speech. So like how we saw in section 1, Mama Karanava meant I am doing. So similarly, Mama Kata Karanava means I am speaking. Mama Kata Karanava. Mama Kata Karanava. Once again, we can replace Mama with all the other personal pronouns. Let's go through them quickly because I think... We're all getting a little bored by repeating the same old things, but I just need you to understand how these personal pronouns just simply fit into the sentence where we don't have to touch the verb at all. So let's go. Oya kata karanava means you are speaking. Ea kata karanava means he or she is speaking. Oba kata karanava means you are speaking, using the formal you. Oya la kata karanava means you are speaking, but using the informal and plural you. Eala kata means they are speaking. 
api kata karnwa means we are speaking. Obala kata karnwa means you are speaking using the formal and plural you. And finally, riki kata karnwa means riki is speaking. So now that we've learned how to say I am speaking, which is mama kata karnwa, let's learn how to say I speak. First, let's be clear on the difference between the sentence I am speaking and I speak. I am speaking is an action that is happening now, right now. The person is speaking. You are speaking. I speak, on the other hand, is an action that happens regularly. The person speaks. The person speaks all the time. Take the example of my girlfriend. She speaks all the time. So that's an action that happens regularly. You'll notice that so far we've only looked at actions that are happening now, such as I am doing, which is Mama Karanava, I am speaking, which is Mama Kata Karanava. Now, are you ready for some good news? In English, the present tense verb is modified depending on if it's an action that is happening now or if it happens regularly. Let's take the example of an action happening now. I am speaking. To convert this into an action that happens regularly, we modify the word speaking to speak. We have essentially modified the verb. The great news is in Sinhala, this is not the case. For both instances, when we say I am speaking or I speak, the verb will always be kata karnava. Now, what does this mean for us? It just means that things got super simple for us. Remember how I said that the sentences we've seen so far are all indicating actions that are happening now? Well, seeing what we just saw in the tip right now, it means that those sentences will be exactly the same when we're talking about actions that happen regularly. We don't need to learn anything new. So, Mama Karanava can mean I am doing as well as I do. Or mama kata karnava can mean I am speaking as well as I speak. Similarly, oya kata karnava can also mean you speak. Ea kata karnava can also mean he or she speaks. And riki kata karnava can also mean riki speaks. Now, to go into the next section, let's for now focus only on the ones that indicate a regular action. So essentially, we're talking about the sentences like I speak, you speak, he or she speaks, and Ricky speaks. Section 3 How to tell someone the language you speak. We're now going to learn how to say I speak English. The word for English in Sinhala is Ingrisi. 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 Remember from section 2, less than a minute ago, we saw Mama Kata Karanava means I speak. In order to say I speak English, all we need to do is squeeze in the word Ingrisi between Mama and Kata Karanava in order to say Mama Ingrisi Kata Karanava. Mama Ingrisi Kata Karanava. Now, oya ingrisi kata karnava will be you speak English. 
Ea ingrisi katakarnoa means he or she speaks English and riki ingrisi katakarnoa means riki speaks English. How's it going so far? Not too bad, right? It's quite logical, everything we've seen so far. But uh, if there is something that's not clear at this point, now is the time to pause this and write down your question so that you can uh, post it at the bottom of the page. Okay? Right, let's go on to the next section, the final section. Section 4 Ask someone if they speak a specific language. Learning to ask, do you speak English? Let's take a phrase that we saw in the previous section. Oya ingrisi kata karnava. You know that this means you speak English. Now, remember that in a couple of sessions ago, I think it was session 5 or 6, uh, we saw that to convert a statement into a question, all we need to do is simply add the to the end of the sentence. Remember we said Oya Sri Lankaven means you are from Sri Lanka. But to ask, are you from Sri Lanka? We say, Oya Sri Lanka ven the, with a question mark at the end. So same way here, Oya Ingrisi Katakarnava means you speak English. And to ask, do you speak English? By converting this sentence into a question, all we do is we add the to the end of the sentence. And we ask, Oya ingrisi kata karnavada. Oya ingrisi kata karnavada. Do you speak English? Similarly, ea ingrisi kata karnavada means does he or she speak English? And riki ingrisi kata karnavada means does riki speak English? Now, what if we wanted to talk about a different language? Let's take the language Singhala. Singhala in Singhala is Singhala. <laughs> the Singhala word for Singhala is also Singhala. To ask, do you speak English? We asked, Oya ingrisi kata karnavada. So, to ask, do you speak Singhala? We ask, Oya Singhala kata karnavada. For most of the other languages, uh, I have created a table with what I think are the more popular languages. If I've missed something, let me know. I've uh, made a table that I'll upload onto the show notes from which you can look up a language and replace it with either in the place of Ingrisi or Singhala. And that's all the new stuff that we will cover in this session. And now, a recap of this audio tutorial. We started this session by learning how to create present tense sentences using the verb doing as an example. And we learned how to say I am doing, which was mama karanava. Notice that the word am was implied and that this sentence literally read I doing. Similarly, in section 2, we learned to do the exact same thing, but we replaced karnava with kata karnava, which meant speaking. So, mama kata karnava was, I am speaking. And then in tip, I showed you that in Singhala, we don't modify the verb regardless if the verb is indicating an action that is happening now 
or if it's indicating an action that happens regularly. So for both I speak and I am speaking, we would say Mama Kata Karnava. Oya Kata Karnava can mean you are speaking or you speak. Eya Kata Karnava can mean he or she is speaking or he or she speaks. And Riki Kata Karnava can mean Riki is speaking or Riki speaks. In section 3, we learned how to tell someone the language you speak and we learned how to say I speak English. And we learned that the word for English in Sinhala is Ingrisi. And the sentence I speak English was Mama Ingrisi Kata Karnava. In section 4, we learned how to ask Do you speak English? We took the statement Oya Ingrisi Kata Karnava which means you speak English. We added the to the end of the sentence to convert it into a question. And we asked, Oya ingrisi kata karnavada, which means, do you speak English? And just before we ended, we learnt that the singular word for the language singular is also singular. So we just replaced ingrisi with singular and we asked, Oya Singhala Kata Karnavada, which means, do you speak Singhala? Sample dialogue. Alright, let's uh, once again do our little sample dialogue or uh, simulated conversation. So let's say I meet you and uh, in this example your name is uh, Jason and uh, your best friend Jeremy. And I meet you on the street which is apparently the place I am regularly meeting you on the street, and I ask you, Oyala Kohamada, which means, how are you? Or I can ask, Oyala Hundinginnavada, which means, are you fine? You would reply, Api Hundinginnava, Istuti. We are fine, thank you. Let's say I want to ask about your age. I would ask both of your ages and I'll ask Oyalage Vyasa Kiyada. And for this example, let's say you are 35 years old and 35 in Singhala is Tispahai. You could see this from that uh, table that I gave you in the previous session. And so you would say Mage Vyasa Tispahai. And if Jeremy, your friend, is 25 years old, and 25 in Singhala is Visipahai, he would say, Mage Vyasa Visipahai. Now I'm going to ask a question related to language. I want to know if you both speak English. So I ask, Oyala Ingrisi Kata Karnavada. And you would want to say, We speak English. So you'd say, Api Ingrisi Kata Karnava. Let's say that you now want to ask me if I speak Singhala. So you'd ask, Oya Singhala Kata Karnavada. To which I will reply in the affirmative and I would say, Mama Singhala Kata Karnava. Questions and answers. So now I'm going to ask you four questions. Question one How would you say the following words in Singhala? Speaking. Kata Karnava. English. 
Ingrisi. Doing. Karanava. Question 2. How would you ask someone the following phrases? Do you speak English? Oya ingrisi kata karnavada. Next phrase is also do you speak English? But this time I'm referring to the plural and informal you. Oyala ingrisi kata karnavada. Question 3. How would you say the following sentences in Singhala? I am doing. Mama Karanava. You are speaking. Oya Kata Karanava. I am working. Here's a clue. Working in Singhala is Vada Karanava. Mama Vada Karanava. You'll also remember that this could also mean I work in addition to I am working. And for your final question, translate the following sentence into English. Mama Singhala Kata Karanava. I'll give you a clue. There are two possible meanings. One indicates an action that's happening now and the other indicates an action that happens regularly. The sentence is Mama Singhala Kata Karanava. It could mean either I am speaking Singhala or I speak Singhala. That was session 8 of my little podcast series. As promised, there's a table of the Singhala names for various languages that I could think of that you can download from the show notes page. Go to lazybutsmartsinghala.com forward slash session 8 where you can see it. And also, as usual, a summary of the main words and the phrases that we used in this session. I hope you're starting to feel comfortable with the Singhala language and more than anything, I really, really hope that you're starting to agree with what I said on the About page, that the Singhala language can be difficult, but it doesn't have to be. Please write in, let me know your experience so far, how you're feeling about it. Uh, Those of you who have written to me know that I respond to all of your messages. If I have not responded to one of your emails, do let me know, although I think that's quite unlikely. Um, So send me an email or leave a message uh, at the bottom of the show notes page and I'll be happy to chip in with whatever knowledge that I have. I'll talk to you real soon and until next time, take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That was the Lazy But Smart Sinhala podcast. www.lazybutsmartsinhala.com Goodbye. 